0: what is going on guys is DK back at shoots another video here to break down the 10 game NBA main slate on Monday before I get into the video if you guys are new to the channel my name is DK I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. If you guys cannot watch these YouTube videos, I do upload an Apple podcast. We'll link down below. It's called the DK DFS show. If you guys are interested in signing up for premium content and offer that on patreon.com, a couple different packages also linked down below. And then finally, I want to thank underdog fantasy for sponsoring this show. If this is your first time watching, you're not familiar with what underdog fantasy has, well, they have daily fantasy snake drafts as well as season long and playoff uh, best ball. So if you guys want to sign up after your first deposit, you can enter the code DKDFS uh, with that code, they'll honor a money back guarantee up to hundred dollars. Uh, and then finally, I just want to thank you guys again. The Support recently has been overwhelming. So if you guys do enjoy this content, leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos, you don't like live. As always, we'll be doing a YouTube live stream before we to go over everything, answer all your guys' questions. And let's aim for 200 likes on this video if we can get there. Uh, but yeah, with that all out of the way, let's jump in the video. So before I talk about players and the prices for this 10-game slate, let's look back on lineup here from Sunday. So Sunday, right now, winning a GPP. We will see if it holds. It might not. Um, but currently in first, uh, in the fourth quarter of that late game. So lineup-wise, went with uh, Kyrie Irving, Terrence Davis, Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, Tony Bradley, who was unfortunately was the bust. Uh, Russell Westbrook, Yuta Watanabe, uh, the GOAT, and Aaron Baines. So I can get out of the way so you guys can see the scores here. But yeah, it looks like I think I'm going to get passed by the second. He has two guys. Yeah, I'm probably going to get passed by the guy in second. But, you know, if I, if I can take second place here, I, I will not be complaining. Um, so, yeah, I was basically hammering down the, the Washington-Brooklyn stack. I wanted to stack that game. I wanted to get the stars in that game. So I went with KD, who was great. Kyrie was a little bit disappointing. And Russell Westbrook, only 40% owned, went for 73 fancy points. Uh, ben Simmons was only 37% owned. So I was going back to the wall there once we got Joel Embiid uh, ruled out because he burned me the last time, but he did stay out of foul trouble, and he did come through for me this time. Terrence Davis was solid, 20 fancy points. again. Bradley was the one let letdown. He was 95% owned in this one um and then Watanabe I didn't really feel comfortable with that but it's just like I was prioritizing getting both the Brooklyn Stars Westbrook and Ben Simmons in my lineup so I had to play you know guys I didn't really love Watanabe actually got me there and then Aaron Baines as well it was basically him Dwight Howard I like for value I went with Baines went for 30 fancy points at only 7% owned so that is look back guys hope you guys had a good night uh we'll see if this holds we'll see if this holds I'm guessing it won't uh but if I can get second place I'll, I'll take that as well Um, so yeah, it was, it was a pretty good night for me and let's see if we can keep it rolling here for this 10 game slate. So we have five of the 10 games out right now. Rockets and Thunder. It's a 224 over under the Rockets are four and a half point favorites. Knicks and Bulls, a 218 and a half over under the Bulls are four point favorites. Blazers, Bucks, a 235 over under the Bucks are 10 point favorites. Kings and Pelicans, a 233 over under the Pelicans are three and a half point favorites and Grizzlies Spurs uh, there's no overrun right now. The Spurs are three and a half point favorites. So we get that game again. Oh, uh, that'll be fun. But um, all right, so let's talk let's first start with uh the Lakers and the Hawks. So on the Lakers side, both LeBron and AD are questionable again. Both of them played last game. I expect both of them to play again here. Um, if they both play, I think they're both decent options in a good matchup, but neither would be a priority. Um, the minutes have been going up for them, like 38, 39, 36, 37 minutes for LeBron. Last four games, AD has been hovering in the mid to high 30s as well. So, like, that does make them more viable. Earlier on the season, they are only playing 31, 32 minutes. So, like, if you land on either LeBron or AD, I think that's solid. Um, if, like, one one of those guys are out, then obviously, you know, we look to Schroeder, Harrell, Kuzma, Montrez, like, with ad back plays 30 minutes goes for 32 fantasy points i plan against detroit 23 minutes 15 fancy points without anthony davis like what um but yeah if 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 one of those guys are out then we'd look to those guys in the mid-range like Schroeder, harold kuzmo but at the moment there's not a ton i love for the lakers on the Hawks side, there's not a lot I like either. Uh, Trey Young is in, is viable for GPPs. He's gone for 50 plus the last four games. He does have that upside, so I'm perfectly fine going to Trey for for tournaments. Does, has a somewhat low floor, but he's getting a ton of shots up. I'm not going to go to Capella at 88. Eight. Um, just a little bit too pricey still. Like he he can get you there, but like I need him to drop down to like the 7K range. Now DeAndre Hunter is out, but like I don't know if that does a lot for me. Like those minutes probably go to like Herder, Gallinari, Reddish. If you want to try to play one of those guys, you can. Last time I played Daneo Gallinari, he got me one fantasy point. Um, yeah, so it's like maybe Reddish would be, I guess, my favorite wing, but I don't really like that a lot. So, like, there wouldn't be a ton I would love there from the Hawks, even with DeAndre Hunter out. Charlotte and Miami. So, on the Charlotte side, Gordon Hayward is just up and down. Um, the, the thing that is consistent with him is the minutes. He's playing 35 to 40 minutes a night. Production-wise, again, like, he'll have games, 40, 50 fancy points, uh, 40 or 50 fancy point games. Other games will have, like, 25, 30 fancy point games. It's not necessarily the best matchup, so I think he's not a priority, but definitely a, a solid play because you know the Mets will be there. Now, this is big news. Terry Rogier is questionable. If Terry Rogier misses and Lamella Ball starts, I would have a hard time getting away from Lamella Ball. He played 31 Mets the last game because Rozier went down one for 55 fancy points. Now, sure, he's probably not going to shoot 8 of 10 again, but, like, He's a good point per minute guy. Just he is like the same player as Boucher, right? If we can project him for the minutes, he's most likely going to get us there. So like, if he if if I think he's going to play thirty minutes tonight, I think six five would be underpriced even in this matchup. So like, got to keep an eye on that. If Rozier's out, and Lamello starts. I would like Lamello a good amount. Other options, I still have interest in Cody Zeller. I've been playing him every single slate here. He's continuing to come through. Now he's no he's not like a, a smash play anymore at five three, but like I'm expecting around thirty to thirty five minutes. Decent point-per-minute guy. Like, I think he's still uh, in play here uh, at that price. Not no longer a smash play, but I think he's still viable. And that's it. Like, Malik Monk, he did play 23 meth. He played a little bit more with... Um, with when uh terry O'Gier went down like maybe if he starts you could punt with him at 3-3 but i wouldn't love that and that's it for the charlotte side and the miami side yeah i'm still kicking myself for not playing jimmy though that i told you guys this was my favorite gpp play and i didn't play him um they were they stuck true to their word like he was not on a mid limit he did play 34 minutes now the price came up to 8-4 it's still a good matchup I don't think he's as good of a play in this sleep, but I still think he's viable here if we're going to get 35 minutes out of Jimmy Butler against the Charlotte Hornets. Bam at almost 9-5. I do like the matchup, but it's like he's priced right, maybe maybe even overpriced. Hero and Drogic are both questionable. We'll have to see. Like, if they're both out, maybe we could go to a guy like Kendrick Nunn, um, who did not play. I think he did not play because, yeah, te- late arriving test results. Like, that wasn't because, that wasn't on purpose. It was because of those test results. So, like, if they're both out, maybe you could go to Kendrick Nunn at 6K. But, like, value-wise, I don't want to play any of these value um, value Miami Heat. Like, Iguodala, hey, I did play 26 minutes. The minutes has been a little up and down. I guess if I had to pick one, it would be Iguodala. Moving on to New York and Chicago. So, Julius Randle against the Chicago Bulls frontcourt, I do like. The minutes are going down on him. He's only playing about 35 minutes, but I still think he's in play here because of the matchup. I love targeting bigs against this uh, Chicago Bulls team. So, you know, matchup wise, he will be matched up against like glory Markman, and he should be able to feast. I do like Julius Randle. Get him out there at 9 uh, 2. RJ Barrett's is a secondary play at 6 7. Um, would rather have Randle. Now, Emmanuel quickly intrigues me for GPPs. Has played 24, 23, 25, and 27 minutes the last four games. He's an aggressive player when he's out there, right? He's, he's got a high ceiling when he is scoring the ball. He's going to continue to shoot um, that when he's not, you know, hitting shots, he does have a somewhat low floor, but um, you know, three of the last four games, 42, 37 and 36. So like, I don't think I can pull the trigger. on him in cash games, but I do like this matchup a good amount. And if we're going to get 25 minutes out of quickly, I think he's a good GPP play. Robinson I'll pass like the, the rest of the they're, they're getting too healthy now with like Burks and Rivers and Reggie Bullock like how many minutes did Alec Burks play he played 22 minutes like sure I guess that's all right um Narrowland's Noel did miss that last game I will mention a re a pretty risky punt play but he's at min price he actually played the backup center role it was Taj Gibson he played 18 minutes and always 0 of 4 he only had 10 fancy points but he's min price it's a revenge game if there's no Noel I would, I would expect similar minutes so like yeah, maybe you could punt with him, uh, but that's really it. On the Chicago side, uh, New York plays slow, so, like, Levine's a guy I've been really liking recently, but I don't know if I'm going to prioritize him in this slate. Markin at 6-8 had a good shooting game last time out, but mm, I think it's fine. Uh, Kobe White at 6-6. The minutes have been up and down on him. I don't know what to make of it. Like, only played 24 minutes there against the Bulls, but then 32 and 34. I would say normally the plan is for... Sort of for him to play 30 to 35 minutes, but if he's not playing well, they can cut him short. So it's like, I can't trust that in cash. One uh, Card Jr. is still out. I think Thad Young's decent play. He'll probably play around 30 minutes. He's been, you know, he can stuff the stat sheet. Almost went for a triple double. He's almost had a triple double in back to back games. So it's like, I think Thad is fine. You know, the price is coming up. He's not like a smash play, but I think he's decent. Should get about 30 minutes. Auto Porter Jr. is also questionable if he's out. Probably a little bit more minutes for Thad. Um, you know, would I go to like Garrett Temple or Patrick Williams? Eh, I don't know if I want to. These guys are both, you know, lower usage guys. I guess you could make the argument for Patrick Williams, but, like, I don't really want to do that. And that's probably it. Like, Valentine, yeah, it was basically out of that rotation last game. So, that's. I think that's it for me on the Chicago side. Moving on to Minnesota and Cleveland. So, that's a game going on right now. I'm hoping that game can end quick. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is uh they ruled him out for the game tonight we'll see if he's available for tomorrow um you know it's getting around that time period where he might be able to return nas reed also questionable if they're both out you know you could pump ed davis who is at three eight vanderbilt will play the backup five i think he would be like an okay play too Uh, anthony edwards is uh has been starting and been playing about 30 minutes uh, he's on pace for I think around thirty tonight. You know the thing I like about Edwards is he's not afraid to shoot the he's not afraid to shoot it. Uh, but he does have a somewhat low floor if he's not hitting his shots. And then you have D'Lo and Malik Beasley. D'Lo at seven K, Beasley at 6'7". I think like Cat is out. You could you could go to those guys in GPPs. Uh, price is coming down a bit on, on D'Lo. Curious to see how what he finishes with for minutes tonight. Uh, but that's probably it. Like McDaniel's, if if Cat and um, Nas are out, he'll probably play around twenty minutes. You could punt with him at basically min price. On the Cleveland side, so will mentioned Drummond liking him for GPPs tonight. Um, i like him for GPPs for, for, the, for the slate tomorrow. Um, You know, he probably will play around 28 minutes, but I like the matchup for him a lot. And again, I think he can still get it done in that time. So like Drummond is a viable GPP play. Sexton at 7K, I think it's fine. Probably plays mid 30s minutes. You know, got a little bit banged up, went to the locker room, did come back. So I'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, if he's full go, I expect 30 to 35 minutes. So I think he's a, a fine GBP play Garland would be all right to at five, nine, like probably at around 30 minutes, but neither of those guards would be a priority for me. That's probably it for Cleveland. Moving on to Portland and Milwaukee. So, Dame Lillard had the huge game uh, last game, went for 67 fancy points there against Chicago. Uh, Would not expect 67 again here against this Milwaukee team, but I still think he's a viable GPP play. I don't know if I prioritize him in a cash game setting at almost 11K, but, like, we know the upside is there with no CJ, with no Nurkic. Cantor at 7-2, that just seems priced right. Like, he's been getting the minutes. He should get 30 to 35 minutes. He's a good point-per-minute guy. I think, like, you can still do it, but, like, There's not enough, like, meat on the bone. Like, I don't – if he was, like, 6K, I would like him a lot more. Uh, With Covington back, it kind of takes the wings out of play. Gary Trent Jr. is almost at 6K. Like, he's very reliant in scoring. He had four steals and a block. So, it's like, you're not going to get that again. Again, he doesn't do much of the peripheral. So, like, I'll pass at an overpriced Gary Trent. Roko at 5K probably gets around 30 minutes. I guess that's all right. Carmelo got his minutes limited. I think he only played 17. It's just, like, none of those wings really stand out. Simons at 4-2. Like he'll probably play mid-20s minutes. He could go to him as a value option, but I don't love it. And that's it. Like Nas Nasir Little started that last game, only played 14. I don't I don't want to play Nassier Little. Um moving on to the Milwaukee side. So I I do like the matchup here a good amount for Giannis and the combo. eleven k He's probable. As long as he's good to go, I expect, you know, in a close game, uh over 35 minutes. He's gotten 38, 39, and 39 minutes the last three games, which is really good to see. And this is just a smash. A, a smash matchup here against Portland. So I do like Giannis at the top. There is some ball rest, I think, here, but um, definitely like the upside. Middleton and Drew are solid as well if you can't afford uh, Giannis, but I would probably, if I'm going to spend up, I would just get to Giannis at the combo. Brolo, Bobby Portis, minutes are up and down in them. Uh, Bobby, I think, played 20 the last game. You can take a shot at him for GBps but like I said, the minutes are fluctuating. Pat Contin's at 37. I think he had a decent game last time. He's gone for 20-plus 20, 20 last couple games, so we're just like, eh, uh, almost 4k for him. I don't love that price. And that's, that's probably it. So really it's like Giannis who I like the best. And then like Middleton and Drew are viable as well. Sacramento and new Orleans. So De'Aaron Fox at 8.3 K. The good thing with De'Aaron Fox is he should play like 35 or so minutes in a close game. Um, he's a guy that can stuff a statue one for 47 last time out in a tougher match against Miami. So like, I think he's, he's viable here. Um, now the Pelicans have been playing at a slower pace, but like they're not, they're not like a great defensive team. They don't have a lot of good defenders. So like, I think De'Aaron Fox is viable there. Heald and uh, Barnes are just stay-aways. I just don't trust them. Rashawn Holmes, minutes have been trending down for him. Wasn't in foul trouble last game, which is a little bit worrisome. So like, I'm probably going to stay away from Holmes. Marvin Bagley is at 5'9" been playing like 20 to 25 minutes. I guess you could use him. Halburn's the guy that I do like at 5-2. Minutes have been going up for him. He's been playing around 30 minutes. He's the guy that can stuff a stat sheet, run for 10, 7, and 6. I like guys that fill up a stat sheet because when they're scoring, the, when they're having a good shooting game, they can have a really big game. So like Halburn, I do like at that price. Whiteside at 3-6 has played 20 minutes in back-to-back games. Again, the minutes are going down on Holmes. They're going up on Whiteside. Do I fully trust this? No, but Whiteside's a good point-per-minute guy i do have some interest in him if i knew he was gonna play 20 minutes i would really like him but will we get 20 minutes i'm not convinced about it so like i do have some interest in white side at three six if he's going to continue to play about 20 minutes on the new orleans side oh man that was so tilting the other slate zion williamson was on he was like 15 percent owned against houston was on pace for like 50 plus fancy points and that game blew out Um, price came up a little bit, but I don't know if it came up enough for this matchup. I do like Zion quite a bit again here. Uh, love the spot here against Sacramento. So I do like Zion. I prefer him to Ingram. Zion's just been more consistent than Brandon Ingram. Um, so I would rather have Zion than Ingram. And I do like both the guards too. In Bledsoe and Lonzo Ball. I just, again, I really like this matchup. Both the guards have been playing in close games over 30 minutes, right? 29 because of the blowout, but they were on pace for like mid thirties. I like Lonzo and I like So here. Probably prefer the price on Lonzo, but both are firmly in play at their respective prices. I like them both. And then we might have some value here. Steven Adams is out. He's currently questionable. He had to leave the last game. If he misses, I would guess it would be Jackson Hayes that starts. If Jackson Hayes starts at 4K, I think he's a good value play. I mean, I guess they could start Guillermo Hernan Gomez too. They also have Nicola Malley that he uses as like a small ball five. So we'll see. We'll see what they do. But like, whoever does start, I would like them for value. Guessing it would be Jackson Hayes if Steven Adams is out. Now, if Steven Adams is in and there's no limitations, I actually like him. Again, he's previous two games before he got injured, 33 and 38 minutes. Has a pretty high floor. It's a good matchup. So like, I would like Adams himself if he does play. Josh Hart's at 4-3, you know, been playing about 20 minutes. I don't love that. NAW, again, the Mets have been going, uh, he did play 33, I guess, at last game. Oh, I think they, I, they must have gone small ball. Yeah, so they, they go on small ball against Houston. That's why. Um, Sacramento, I mean, if, if they're going to play Holmes and Whiteside, they're a little bit of a bigger team. You could use NAW in tournaments, but I'm not, I'm not as comfortable with his Mets as compared to like Ball and Blood. So. All right, let's finish it up with the last four games here. Houston and OKC. So I do like this game for um, for tomorrow. Christian Woods at 8-9. You know, the minutes haven't been amazing on him. I expect around 30 to like 32 minutes. Now, he can still get it done. He's a good point-per-minute guy. Uh, but at that price, it just seems about right. Oladipo at 8K, kind of the same thing. He's gone for 40-plus last couple games. But, like, I don't love... Uh, it is a revenge game here, but I don't love the the price on him. Now... John Wall is the guy that I do have interest in below 7K. Only played 26 minutes. The game did blow out. He was on pace for about 30. I'm guessing those minutes are slowly going to tick up. Like maybe we get 32, 33 minutes here. If we do, I think uh, below 7K is too cheap for John Wall. So I do have some interest in him at that price point. Gordon, cousins are probably stay I just, I don't want to go to any of the value here on uh, Houston. Moving on to the OKC side. So SGA, I like a lot here uh, at 8.1K. Uh, only played 31 minutes, but again, that was a blowout. The previous two games were 31 and 32, which was a little bit... I was like, why did he only play those uh, that few minutes? But he was on pace for more if the game did not blow out. So, like... I'm guessing we get mid-30s minutes from Shea if the game stays close. I really like the matchup here. So Shea at 8.1K, I do like a good amount. And Al Horford, we're finally getting the Horford that I thought we would get this year. I thought he'd be a really good fantasy player. And like he just started off so slow. Now, minutes aren't great, but he's going to play about 30 in close game. I like the matchup here against Wood, Boogie Cousins. Um, yeah, I do have some interest in Al Horford. Even at an elevated price at 6-1, I think he's a solid play. Basically, more of the Boomer bust play. Um, I think he's fine for tournaments. Now we do have no George Hill, so Maladon at 4-3, I think is a decent value play. Now he did shoot 8 of 9, had a good shooting game. Um, Don't think he's a must play, but I expect around 30 minutes. That's what we've been getting, so he's solid. Diallo should get about 20 minutes, a decent point per minute guy, but I don't love that. Lou Dort, the minutes have been there. He have not, he's not been hitting his shots. 2 of 14, 2 of 10. Uh, You can go there in tournaments because he's that cheap, but that's probably it for me on OKC. Phoenix and Dallas, so gotta monitor the status of Devin Booker. Devin Booker is questionable. If he plays, I have no interest in these Phoenix Suns. If he misses, it's Paul and Aiton. I think they're both solid plays in the 8K range. Paul should play mid-30s minutes. He went for 60 fancy Once again, kind of his ceiling. Uh, Definitely his ceiling. That's like the biggest game we've seen from Chris Paul all year. And then DeAndre Aiton should play mid to high 30s. He played 39 minutes the last game. So I would like Paul and Aiton if Devin Booker's out. Devin Booker's in. I'm not going to get to either. The Wings with Bridges, Crowder, Cam Johnson are all just filler plays. I'm not going to prioritize any of those guys, and that's it for me. I don't have any interest in the value. Moving on to Dallas. So, Luca is a back-to-back kind of floor games here uh, against Phoenix. Only went for 49 with no Porzingis. That was a little bit surprising, but yeah, Bridges is like a decent defender. I mean, Phoenix does have some solid wing defenders. Um, gone below 50 the last three games. I think that will lower the ownership. I'm perfectly fine going back to the wall here for Luka if you want to, um, you know, in tournaments. Does have a decently high floor, and we know the ceiling is there with him. Porzingis at 7-6 does intrigue me. He was out the last game, was in foul trouble that previous game, so only played 25 minutes. I expect th- around 35 minutes from him. And, you know, I don't... Like, I think the matchup is solid against, like, DeAndre Ayton. So, like, I kind of like Porzingis here for tournaments at 7-6. You could see an upset game. The rest of the players with... um with Luka and Porzingis back don't love like Dorian Finney-Smith I think he played yeah he played 34 minutes I think he's actually okay like they kind of limited the minutes for these guys in the first couple games back but Dorian Finney-Smith played 34 I think Josh Richardson got some good minutes too yeah he played 35 so like they're both again low usage guys but like you could punt with either of them if they're going to continue to get like mid-30s minutes but yeah I'm not gonna go to Willie Cauley-Stein with uh, Porzingis back so that's probably it Memphis and San Antonio so what are the minutes going to be like in this game That was such a tilting game on Saturday. The minutes for both teams were just terrible. John Morant only played 28 minutes. He had almost 40 in 28 minutes. I was expecting 35. So he's got one game under the belt. I assume the minutes go up by how much is the question. So like, if he plays 30 minutes, don't love him. If he plays closer to 35, I think he's a really good play at 7-6. So this is a situation that's like, we're kind of guessing on minutes. I'm hoping if you, if you play Ja, you got to hope he plays closer to the 35-minute mark. If he does, I think he could have a really good game at this price. I do like Ja, just kind of dependent on the minutes. Like Brandon Clark at 6'2", only played 26 minutes. Again, I, I would assume the minutes go up for him a bit. Uh, Tillman started, did only play 21 minutes. They actually went more with Gorji Jang. Curious about this one. Like, Jang played... 27. Tillman played 21. They should split the center minutes. I think they're both decent value plays at their respective prices. I'm not getting into Brooks or slow-mo. DeAnthi Melton, for some reason, played 32 minutes, kind of just out of nowhere. Um, I do not expect 32 minutes again. I'll probably pass on him. And that's it. So I, it's Jaw that I like a good amount. I think Clark's viable in the mid-range. Uh, and then, you know, the center with like the center combination of Tillman, Jang, I think are both okay value plays below 5k on the san antonio side so we got popped on saturday are you guys ready to get popped again i'm ready to get popped again uh demard rosen at 7k that's too cheap i trust me i know what happened last game you don't have to tell me he was almost 50 percent owned went for seven fancy points only played 25 minutes price didn't move i'm fine going right back to the wall with him um that's it's going to lower the ownership as long as he plays 35 minutes. And will we get those minutes? I don't know, because it's Popovich. Now, I think they limited them because of the back-to-back. That's my guess. But it's like, ugh, it's not a. there's no like, guarantee with these minutes. If we do get 35 minutes from DeMar DeRozan, I think he's a really solid play at 7K. I also like DeJounte Murray once again at 6 I expect around 30-ish minutes, maybe a little bit more. Again, a good point-per-minute guy. So it's Murray, it's Rosen. I like again. The rest of the plays, I'm just staying away from. Keldon, LMA, two up and down for me. I'm not getting to Mills. With Derek White back. Derek White came back, played 22 minutes, had a good game. Um, in like 20ish minutes, I'm probably not going to do it yet. Jakob the last I mentioned, I mentioned him as a value play last night. He Played 18 minutes at 27 fans points. So like you could punt with him, but I don't think it's a. I don't think that's a must for by any means. And then yeah, like Rudy Gay only played. to play t- like the minutes just up and down on him. The rest of these guys, it is too hard to trust the minutes. So it's like, it's Murray and DeRozan for me again. A little bit, you know, not as uh, confident because of minutes that last game. But if DeRozan gets 35 and DeJounte Murray gets over 30, I think they're both really good plays. Will we get those minutes? That's up to Popovich. Last game here, Detroit-Denver. So I have a little bit of revenge here for Jeremy Grant Mason Plumley. Jeremy Grant, uh, went on a stretch where he was just crushing, uh, coming back down to earth a bit, 27 and 22 fantasy once last whole games. I'm sure. Right. That was a blowout. It's a revenge game. It's a good matchup. If you're into that, I think he's a decent GPP play. Also Mason Plumlee, you know, Denver's obviously a big team. They're going to need Mason Plumlee to stay out there. But the question is, will he stay out of foul trouble? This is a guy that's fouled out multiple times already this year. It's like, it's a concern, I, you guys do not. You you guys know I do not like targeting Sanders against Nicole Jokic, So It's like, ugh, it's a little bit. You're not gonna feel good about playing Plumley because of the foul trouble concerns. If I knew he stayed out of foul trouble and played 30 minutes tonight, I would really like him. But like I said, just uh, not a good feeling. I'm not going to the line right at, at that price with Derek Rose back. Everyone else would kind of stay away. With everyone healthy, like bro, Blake Griffin will have one good game out of like five or six. There's just there's just no way in a 10 game slate I'm going to him. And finally, Denver. So, absolutely great matchup here for Nikola Jokic. Just went for almost 80 there against Utah. Um, really like him at the top. Uh, there is some ball at risk here. Like, this Detroit team is terrible. One of the worst teams in the league. But if it does stay close, I expect mid to high 30s minutes for Nikola Jokic. And it's just an absolutely amazing matchup. So, really like Jokic there at the top. Murray and MPJ are fine GPP plays. Murray, the minutes have been a little bit more consistent, so I'd rather get to Murray. Like, MPJ is just only 19 and 20 minutes. He did have five fouls, but, like, I don't I just never trust the minutes with him. Sometimes, like, Mike Malone will just bench him randomly. Now, Gary Harris left that game uh, today. If he misses, I think we could have some value here with, like, Monte Morris, Will Barton. Will Barton played 37 minutes. Will we get 37 again? Probably not. But, like, I could see using him for value. I could also see going to Monte Morris at 3.8. Played 26 minutes. I believe he started the second half with when um, Gary Harris went down. Not a super high usage guy. But if we get, like, mid-20s minutes for Monte Morris, I think 3.8K is a little bit underpriced. Millsap and Green are going to split the four. Like, they're both fine. Uh, Camposo played a little bit. I think he played, yeah, 19 minutes. You could punt with him, I guess, if Gary Harris is out. But I think I'd rather have, I'd rather go to Monte Morris. And yeah, that's really it for the team by team breakdown, guys. And I think that's going to do it for the video as well. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I would really appreciate if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos, so you don't want to go live. Thanks again. Have a great night, guys. And I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.